0: Hey everyone, I'm Rachel, a walking juxtaposition and wearer of many hats. I live with my wife and triplet daughters in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm a book fanatic and author of You Are Not the Thoughts You Think.
1: And I'm Megan, a stay-at-home mom and entrepreneur residing in Dallas, Texas. I live with my husband, two kids, two dogs, and two cats. I'm a fitness and mental health enthusiast. And in between the busy life of being a mom and wife, I'm the owner of my small business called The Love Within Us, where we focus on spreading love and light through self-empowerment. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great today. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing good. It's um, actually pretty cloudy here for the past few days, but it's kind of nice because it's bringing fall in, kind of mm-hmm. that eerie Halloween. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a great intro to our word for the day, which is clouds. Ooh. Which I'm, I'm really excited, excited for about. this one. Yeah, we've done a lot of like heavier topics lately. Yes. Um, so I'm really excited to do something light and airy and fun. And I don't know, I think a lot about clouds. I try to paint clouds. I watch the clouds. So I'm really excited to talk about them.
1: I'm excited. I think, um, I think, believe it or not, I think there's going to be more things to say about clouds than anybody realizes. Oh, for sure. There's so many analogies.
0: I think that's why I love watching them. Uh, because I, I love analogies, especially nature analogies. So when I'm watching the clouds, I think of so many fun analogies with them. So I tried to, I tried to jot down a couple of notes, some of them that I thought of
1: to talk through. All right. Well, let's start, start with one of those. Um,
0: I'm, I live in the Smokies basically. And when I first moved out here being from Texas, it's a very different sky. And mm-hmm. when I first moved out here watching the clouds and like the, the smokies, like that's how they get their name is these like Mm -hmm. low clouds that kind of drift along Mm -hmm. the mountains. If you watch them, it's not like a cloud comes down, you know, there it's actually a chemical compound from the trees. The trees are breathing. So they lift up this compound and it makes this, the smokiness. Um, and you can see it like after it rains, when stuff starts to evaporate, you can watch Mm. the trees, like breathe out this cloud that drifts along. And I thought wow. that was fascinating. And it reminded me of like a river in the sky. And then I started watching this show, One Strange Rock. Will Smith is the host. Have you oh, watched okay it? I have not, no, I've not heard of it. It's like a science y documentary thing on uh, National Geographic so on Disney Plus. And they did there was an episode, I think it was the episode about water maybe or oxygen. I can't remember which one. Uh, and they were talking about the Amazon. And now you can't see it from space because of the clouds. And it's the same thing there. We're technically in a temperate rainforest here in Asheville, the Smokies. Um, And they said it's a sky river and it carries water.
1: That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? When you were talking about the trees breathing in and um, the clouds drifting, I painted this really beautiful image. I can't imagine seeing that. With your own eyes, like standing oh, in every front of day, it. Every yeah. day. Just sit mm. there and
0: watch it. It's fascinating because it really brings that sense of connectedness to the earth and how like everything's all connected.
1: Yeah, nature. Um, yeah. Because
0: yeah. you're watching the planet breathe. It's so cool. Yeah.
1: That's really neat. And I think before we even go deeper into it, I think as a listener, when you hear the word clouds, what do you think? Right. Like what does that mean to you? Because it's such a simple word, like a fun word. Mm -hmm. I think when I think of clouds, I immediately think of um I kind of go back to my childhood and laying down on the grass and like looking up at the clouds and it's playful shapes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels playful. So as a listener, what does that mean to you? What do you visualize? What do you think of? And then as Rachel was explaining, just as an adult sitting and looking at it, what water has to offer and it's different stages and how it, I don't know, like operates with earth. I just think that's, yeah, it's really neat.
0: Yeah. I love like when you're a kid and like, I have five-year-olds and so listening to their questions that they come up Mm. with about, you know, they wish they could touch the cloud or sit on the cloud or lay on the cloud and getting to explain to them, like, that's not this solid object. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it though. That's what's so cool about clouds is it looks like this big, solid, fluffy pillow, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just this collection of these little tiny droplets. Water
1: droplets. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it, there's actually a lot of space in there. And so you're seeing a lot of like light reflecting and that's what gives them that really cool look to them
1: mm-hmm.
0: is the light coming through or reflecting off of the water. And it's not really a solid object. It's so cool. I mean, what else do we have that is like that? That's like a cloud.
1: Um, I don't know. It sounds silly, but the first thing I can think of is like a marshmallow, but it has nothing no. to do with that's a what cloud. You, <laughs> yeah. That's what you want it to
0: feel like. I want it yeah. to feel like a marshmallow.
1: Like clusters of marshmallows, but no, I don't know because right. I mean, a cloud is one form of water. Mm-hmm. And so water has different stages and it's a cycle. So it never sits in one stage for too long. And so it goes through the stages over and over again. Imagine that one droplet in like the soil and trees and plants that it touches. And it literally travels the earth. It's been in the ocean, the soil, the mountains. It's been in the beginning of time. All kind of different types of clouds. It's been a a thunderstorm. You know, what is that a? something human or I don't know
0: cumulus
1: or yeah uh nimbo something cute (laughs) once upon a time I knew these when I taught right I remember doing like the
0: uh the cotton ball yeah presentation where you pull out the cotton balls
1: yeah yeah so it's been all different types of clouds it's touched all around the world it's probably you know been in different water sources like rivers lakes creeks where animals have drank it, like Mm -hmm. it's been everywhere. And I feel like there's some type of analogy or connection to just like our life and how we may encounter similar cycles over and over again, but we're like changing and growing Mm -hmm. and um, never the same Mm -hmm. based on the experiences and things that we've had. There's growth. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Have you seen Frozen too? Yes. It reminds me of Olaf when he's like, water has memory. And it, yeah. water has traveled through the body of so many animals before yes. you drink it. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. It's the same water that's been here. Like the dinosaurs drank this water.
1: Isn't that crazy yeah. to think about? I know. And it's not something that, you know, you're sitting down drinking your coffee early in the morning and you think that, yeah. but sitting here talking about it, it's like my mind is kind of just blown.
0: Yeah. And that, that cloud up there may contain water that you've touched or drank. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's all in that cloud. I think the other really cool thing about clouds is people tend to think of cloudy as like a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually enjoy cloudy days or like my favorite where it's just like partially cloudy and you get some sun and then some cloud because Mm -hmm. like the sun beating on me, like that, direct sun. I have like light eyes that are really sensitive. So I always have to have sunglasses, but it like hurts. I like, got sensitive, pale skin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't like the direct sun. I'm like, as a little vampire, I want some <laughs> cloud. So I enjoy, it's amazing to me that the clouds can provide and you feel that temperature difference. As soon as the radiation heat is blocked, that sun is mm-hmm. blocked. It drops it like five, 10 degrees yeah, exponentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure.
0: But the clouds can also trap in heat. So it can do both, which I think is incredible. They can block the sun and reduce that radiant heat, but it can also help trap in warmer air.
1: Right. Right.
0: And keep it warm. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. We like to, me and my kids, we like to, um, lay down and look at the clouds as well and find shapes. It's always fun.
0: And then, um, watching the colors in the morning, mm-hmm. Ada has gotten really obsessed with uh, sunrises. And it's so fun. Cause she gets like, she Aww. lights up, gets so much joy watching the sunrise. Yeah. And we try to find, you know, guess what color it's going to be today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so like this morning, for example, we had a pretty, pretty blue sky, like cotton candy, blue. And then they had these, and I don't know, like you said, I don't know all the terms of the clouds, Yeah, the the really wispy ones Uh is it stratus Uh
1: she's Um, showing for the listeners. she's showing you what it looks like with her hands but you just can't see it but imagine like pulling
0: (laughs) cotton apart yeah yeah take a cotton ball and pull it apart that's what it looked like yeah (laughs) i think it's stratus um but i think like the they had those throughout the sky and then just the clouds were like this cotton candy pink So we were saying that the sky was a cotton candy sky this morning because it had like these pink clouds and this blue sky and it just looks, it looks like a painting. So, yeah,
1: I think too, like also thinking about how many people miss sunrises.
0: Yeah. We get up really early at our Mm -hmm. house. We're up by four 30. Well, Jen and I are up at four 30 and the girls get up at six. And usually we're getting them to school about seven 30 right now. And it's, we're, you know, in the time we're in where it's fall, we're getting some sunrise right there as we're driving into school. So it's been like perfect timing.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, as the time is shifting as well, because with us, the sun is um, rising a little later, it's Mm -hmm. setting a little earlier, the days are getting shorter. um, And that's provided great opportunity that when we take our walks in the evening, um, we catch that. Or when I go running. Um, or I work out in my front, in my upper level and I have all these windows and I, I used to say when I would post about it, I would say like, oh man, I, I, I watched the sunrise every single morning as I'm working out. And it's just kind of this really beautiful thing.
0: I, you shouldn't miss the sunrise, even if you go back to bed.
1: Yeah. It's
0: such a great reminder too, of like that fresh start that cycle continuing. Yes. You get to see the sunrise again.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a new day. Yeah.
0: Like when we get to school right now, because the sun's rising right when we get there, I don't do the car drop off line. I park in like this little side section that they have, and then we walk up to the door. The best part is I back in mostly for safety because I found when I pulled straight in, and other kids are walking behind my car. I almost yes. ran over some kids trying to get yes. out because I didn't see them. So yeah, now we go extra early. So I have time and space <laughs> to get back into the spot to maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. But the best part about it is it we're looking, I'll have to take a picture because from that spot where I park, we're looking at the sunrise with the mountain in the background. Uh, so we have the perfect view. So we'll usually, after I park, we'll sit there for a minute, finish whatever song we're listening to and admire the sunrise. Yeah. What a a great way to start your day.
1: It's peaceful. Mm -hmm.
0: I love the sunrise, but the clouds make it pretty.
1: The clouds do make it
0: without the clouds very beautiful. Yeah. You don't really get the colors and the different textures and everything. The clouds are the important part of it. Something for light to reflect on. There's a message in there.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: There was one day and I took a picture of it on my phone. There was one day where where I was out on a walk and looking at the clouds and it was fascinating to me that there was a mix of like the dark ones that were about to, you know, going to rain soon, the gray color, but then right next to it would be like this light wispy cloud. Mm -hmm. And it added so much like depth and texture to the sky. And it reminded me of how important those, all of them are. They all have a different mm-hmm. purpose,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and even the dark, cloudy ones, it will soon release
1: mm-hmm.
0: and will be no more. And the rain will go back down, and it'll start over all over again. And it's not that that cloud is bad because it's gray and dark. It's just that's the point that it's in. That's its
1: its season the stage. If you will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost like light and dark coexist. Yeah. And how um they have those stages and cycles and nothing nothing will last forever. Right. In a good way and in a bad way. You know, like yeah. the moment you're in will pass. Right. You never have that moment again. Mm-hmm.
0: There will never be another cloud exactly mm-hmm. like that one.
1: Yeah. Whether it's like a really happy moment and you're in the moment, like learn to sit and enjoy that or if it's like a really hard time in that moment, it will pass. It will, you will get through it.
0: Yeah, that phrase of "this too shall pass" is comforting and scary at the same time. Because in a bad moment, "this too shall pass" is comforting, but at the same time, if you're having, you know, really, you're in a really great season or stage, and then you know, knowing this will pass, it forces you into the present. Either way. Oh, for sure. Present moment.
1: The light in the dark of that. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we've experienced a little bit of that this week and um, we've had, b- both Rachel and I kind of had a, a rocky start to our week, mm-hmm. but that's a reminder that um, you'll get through it. Mm-hmm. That was just our dark cloud for the moment. Uh-huh. And we either already rained or we're raining and we're the sun will shine again.
0: It may be cloudy for a person five, you know, five neighborhoods over maybe getting rain. Yeah. And you're not seeing that side of it. You're seeing the sunshine.
1: Right. And maybe your cloud lasts for five minutes and maybe it lasts for a day. And I think that that
0: those moments that we had this week kind of tie perfectly in with our discussion about clouds because of the, the both sides, the light and the dark and the like we had a progression. Moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The progression of it.
0: And it rained, but the rain brings nourishment and the clouds while they're not like, while those dark clouds can be hard to sit through. Cause you kind of just have to wait out the storm. You can't go be as that productive. Is,
1: and I just think that's the hard, that is the hardest part. Yeah. Personally, that is the hardest part. And then I feel like once it rains, that's me crying Mm-hmm. And then that's the release. Mm-hmm. And then you have that calm after, after yeah. the storm. Yeah.
0: You need the clouds. What if life didn't have any clouds
1: mm-hmm. or water?
0: Yeah. All of it's important. The bad, um, the quote unquote, bad emotions. They're not bad. They're just, they feel bad. Yeah. But you need all of it. They're you need the dark clouds. You need the anger. You need the sadness. You need all of it to be whole.
1: Yes. I was actually going to pull up a quote, growth and comfort do not, do not coexist." Absolutely. No, it does not.
0: Yeah. There's a quote similar to that, or that that reminds me of, and I can't think of who said it now and I'm going to misquote it, but it was, um, I'll have to look it up, but it was about, uh, you can't meet claim victim and victory Mm. at the same time. That's a good one. Okay. You have to, you have to get out of that comfortable
1: to do anything. Yeah. Change is growth. Growth is change. And that's hard. That's why struggle is so important. Yeah.
0: Everybody struggles. And if you try to shelter from struggle, you're doing yourself. And if you try to shelter
1: and others, yeah,
0: the service, but if you try to shelter your kids then you're doing them, I mean, you got to keep them safe. I mean, let's, let's put some boundaries on this, but yeah. Letting them do something hard, it's so much more gratifying, like to watch them when they figured something out and you didn't yeah. step in and do it
1: like persevere through it.
0: Yeah. And being proud of themselves and like outside circumstance was hard and they had to deal with it. It's, it's a big moment as a parent to watch them, but for them, like watching them light up, figuring out something hard or trying and, and doing it their way, doing it hard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's rewarding. Absolutely. There's so many analogies there. I, when I'm trying to like center myself, have a conversation with God, I get, always get these messages of like, look, look at the clouds, look to the clouds. And it took me a while. Cause I'm very literal. I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. Look at the clouds. What am I, am I looking <laughs> for pictures. You know, you go back to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to get like symbolism in the clouds and I'm looking for something. You're going to tell me like, there's going to be. I don't know, like for writing the book, am I going to see like a book and be like, Oh, I need to go write a book. That's the message in the clouds. And one of the things I realized is in the Bible, the stories of where God is talking to people, he's using clouds. Hmm. He comes as the pillar of clouds. He comes as, so I think there's so much great symbolism there too, of like, we've always throughout history, we've always associated clouds as being like this divine symbol of, like, a higher power, the clouds, they're important and they're seen as important throughout history of like the messages they carry. Yeah. I feel like it kind of links us to the past and our ancestors and stuff, too, when you think that people forever ago also yeah. looked at the sky and looked at the clouds. Oh, yeah. And felt that same feeling that we get with yes. like peace and curiosity and all those magnitude. Yeah. Those childlike feelings that you know you get when you're a kid, we still feel them as adults. We just don't talk about them, but people have felt that way throughout history. And I think that's really cool to think back of like someone thousands of years ago, looked at the same sky and felt those same feelings.
1: Right. Yeah. I feel that it's
0: fun. It's fun to sit and talk about clouds. I feel like as adults with our normal day-to-day conversation, it's it's always about productivity. I think we need to take more time yeah. out of our day to talk about stuff like this and clouds. And
1: I don't know. I, that's one of the things that I, I love when we get together and we talk and I feel like, because my weekend was so busy, I feel like I haven't talked to you in like two weeks, Yeah, but, but really it was like five days ago, but I'm like, where's Rachel? I need to talk to her. Um, but we, we do, we sit and we talk about these topics that for me are fascinating. Like I've tried to bring up, you know, conversations at the dinner table, like, um, well, when you get spaghetti and meatballs, how do you eat your spaghetti and meatballs? Because I think that's a fascinating topic that everybody is going to eat their meatball differently. And how do you eat it? And I'm like, this could be a forty-five minute conversation about how you were taught to eat a meatball, or how you wrap your noodles, or you cut your noodles, and all this stuff, and then and then people be like, "Well, Megan, that's a dumb, that's a dumb topic. Let's not talk about that." And I'm like, "Great. So what are we going to talk about?" You know. And so then, and that's why we're friends. Yeah, because we can talk about these. I don't know. I don't. They're they're not trivial, but like we just we have these conversations about things where you sit and process. I don't know if that's me You brought sense, up the spaghetti but... and
0: meatballs. Cause Jen and I were at Taco Bell the other day <laughs> Yeah, and, and at Taco Bell, you don't order like a regular meal. Like it's not like McDonald's where you get like a cheeseburger and fries and a drink, you know, you kind of put together this collage of food Yeah, um, or at least that's how, that's how we are. Mm-hmm. And I was watching Jenny and I said, how did, how do you decide what to eat first? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't know why. I'm like, don't you think about that stuff? Like I'm, yes. I watch people and I'm like, how yes. do they, you know, like, like your spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Do you eat meatball first? You do you the spaghetti? Do you cut a piece of the meatball off and mix it in with the noodles? Do you Any... ever eat just noodles and or just a meatball? Or do you always mix them? Like there's so many questions there.
1: I am with you. We need to have a spaghetti and meatball uh, episode because yeah. I'm so there. I feel like my brother entertains those conversations with me and I appreciate that. And there you, there's the show that came out around the time when I was thinking about that and like, see, I could have been famous. This was my idea where they talked about how do you eat food? Like, yeah. how do you eat your pizza? And how, like, what do you eat your pizza with? Yeah. But on the topic of deciding what to eat, you know, yeah, you go to a Mexican restaurant and you get an enchilada with a tamale and a hard taco and like chips and, or something, you know, do you go with the hard stuff first? Okay. Do you, I'm a eat one thing fully and go to the next, but I'm calculated in what I'm eating first and the next, whereas like my dad would just chop everything up and eat it all together. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, how do you just take a bite of this one thing and then go over here with another flavor? And then, you know, your flavors are, no, it's a thing and it they made is. a whole show about it. And I'm like, yeah. that was my idea.
0: Yeah, I think you and I are obsessed with decision-making
1: mm-hmm. and how
0: people make decisions It kind of relates back to the dishwasher thing really, because I'm more fascinated with what was the thought process of how you decided to load the dishwasher or was Mm -hmm. there any thought process? Because I feel like decision-making in that thought process that is presence. Mm -hmm. So Asking somebody, you get a lot out of somebody when you ask them questions like that. Yeah, there's some personality stuff in there, but there's also, you can tell how present someone was. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my favorite questions to ask to, and I won't do it to a random person because that would be really embarrassing for <laughs> <to> them. <laughs> um, when someone uh-huh. leaves the table to go like wash their hands at a restaurant or use the restroom yeah. and they come back, ask them what color the soap was. Yeah. And see if they, well, if they wash their hands, but you'd be surprised at some people that really did wash their hands and can't tell you what color the soap was. Yeah. But most of the time, it's because they didn't wash their hands.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or they used water, but no soap. Right. That's not washing your hands.
0: You no, just, just you got you did the hard part already. Just put soap on it.
1: Yeah, 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 but yeah. It's
0: there's a a level of presence that you can gauge when you ask someone those kind of questions. <clears throat>
1: They did a study on that, something very similar to that, uh, like, oh my gosh, 15, 20 years ago when I was watching, I don't know, 2020 or nightly news, where people checking out at the grocery store, they check out and then they leave. And if they're provided with a lineup of faces of who their cashier was, they could not point them out. Really? Yes. And they did, they did these, uh, they they did like a study on it. They actually practiced it and then they also did where one cashier started out and then like there's another one like ducked behind the counter and then they like traded places and it's amazing how many people did not know you're kidding no wow and I'm such a visual person that like I look the people in the eye you know I observe them like
0: probably annoying the people behind me but yeah I'm talking to them I want to know know about them
1: Yeah. Like I could go to Chili's the next day and be like, oh yeah, she checked me out at, you know, Kroger because Mm -hmm. I looked at the person, you know, and I'm, I noticed things about them or Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's amazing how many people couldn't do that.
0: It kind of goes back to um, previous conversations we've had about Mm self-awareness. And I think it's like, maybe we should have studied sociology because I think what makes people do the things they do is fascinating to me. And I analyze myself in Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. sense all the time of like, why do I do that this way? Why Mm -hmm. don't I do it that way? And I try to understand that's my way of like understanding myself and understanding the world around me. Um, so it's mind boggling to me when people don't do that. And maybe that's, is that majority of the population you think that don't, I don't know, wonder why things happen the way they do.
1: In my experience, (laughs) I feel like most people don't think about that. I mean, it's like clouds, right? You and I are so curious that we're just, I completely agree. If I could go back to school, like I would go and study human behavior because it is incredibly fascinating.
0: Yeah. I want to know why on all the things. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's good. I think it's good to be curious. I'm sure I, I annoy people. And I always play devil's advocate, which annoys people, but it's because of the, why well, like, yeah. why not do it this way? And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying because your way is wrong. I think that's, that's the way I come off a lot of like, well, what if this person's thinking that and not this, or, you know, why, <laughs> why did that person cut me off? And I try to, I try to come up with different scenarios. And then I try to assume the most positive thing of like, why are they acting this way? Yeah. Well, it may be this. Maybe they're having a hard day and I give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, They must
1: have to be somewhere really important.
0: Right. But I think it's important because if you don't ask why, then you just, Mm -hmm. you make assumptions based on what you see and And that's not good.
1: Yeah. And I think that brings up something that's been on my mind, judgment versus compassion. Yeah. Judgment versus compassion has been on my mind for the past several months, I, I struggle in putting all my thoughts together about those two. But what I do know, or I feel like I know, is that those are opposites. And when you're put in a place where maybe someone cuts you off, or someone said something to you that doesn't feel nice, or wasn't nice, or did something to you, in that moment, you have the option to pass judgment, or to show compassion. Mm-hmm. I think and thought. I
0: think why is the question that you ask between yeah. those judgment, you're not asking why. You're no. making assumptions. You're answering. You are making them.
1: assumptions. Yeah. Right.
0: When you ask you're... why, you give a chance to put a curiosity in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I saw it or, or heard. I've been trying to think of it while you were talking, but the uh someone was talking about Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. and a quote. His wife was, it was, man, I don't even remember where I saw it, but it was something, someone was telling a story about his wife had written a memoir, maybe. Okay. And she said that he always carried a quote in his pocket. It says, frankly, there isn't anyone you couldn't learn to love once you've heard their story. That's right. And so being curious about that story and yeah. why would they do that? I love and, it. Yeah. Well, look what see you talk start talking about clouds, and then off we go. We're drifting. Clouds.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're drifting. We're changing. We're we're uh, transforming. And look at what a deep conversation can come from just a clouds. like a what we thought was going to be just like a fun and airy conversation well, turned into some some deep deepness we there.
0: You you know, be really fun is to like let people submit words. And like draw from the hat and then we just have to have an impromptu conversation about whatever word we draw that they submitted like we don't yeah. know what the words are
1: we need to do that
0: see where it takes us that'd be fun i like that J- challenge us with the
1: word i think it'll just be interesting to see what word people choose because you know there's gonna yeah. be
0: fun funny ones that people are gonna say like have a conversation about feet i bet we could <laughs> I bet we could have a really good conversation <laughs> about feet, feet. <laughs>
1: You know what, knowing you and I, we'll make it, we'll, yeah.
0: we'll make that happen. We'll find a good analogy in there, it'll be, it'll be good. Do we wanna do a, a journal entry and challenge for this one too? All right, clouds,
1: let's think, do you wanna go first?
0: Sure, do you want me to do a challenge? You do the challenge,
1: okay. I'll do the journal.
0: All right, challenge, I would say go out and look at the clouds.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: make an observation, whether it's just this, I saw a cloud that looks like something or make a connection or an analogy. um, Like what is, what are, what are, what thoughts do the clouds provoke as you sit out there and look at it? Mm -hmm. That'd be my challenge.
1: I would almost piggyback on that challenge and say, set a timer for like 15 minutes to just sit and watch like Mm -hmm. be in the moment yeah like just don't go and lay down and be like oh yeah I see something and then get up you know but like actually take the moment set a timer to sit and maybe once the timer's up you you find that you want to sit longer yeah oh I like that I might not do that today because it's just overcast but I'll try to do that when we have like but there's
0: some there's some observations and analogies there too
1: there is there is (sighs) <sighs> there is
0: all right all right well and then journal would just be write about it Write about your yeah. experience
1: yeah or just go back to the initial thought of what are clouds to you yeah and just write and see what comes to your mind as you're writing
0: yeah awesome I'm so glad we had a, a light hearted conversation about clouds <laughs> we had Me some too. really good deep thoughts that came from that uh that we can explore even deeper on a different episode
1: yes and I think we should Yeah, yeah. thank y'all so much for being here. We had a wonderful time. We'll see y'all next time. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. We hope you enjoyed our conversation and ultimately found some aha moments that allow you to reflect and take positive action. If you found this episode interesting and helpful, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and even leaving a review. As always, you are worthy, loved,